This is a headgum podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you're in a sticky situation and you don't know what to do, send in an email asking for help to if I were you, then you might get some advice from these two funny guys. They'll tell you what to do if they were you. That's Sebastian Jano Nielsen. Way to go, Sebastian. From Denmark. He's I a Dane. Knew, I knew he was a Dane. How could you tell? I honestly, I heard that sweet Danish voice and I knew right away that he had to be from Dane. Got it. He's, uh, I misread it. He's from Ireland. No <laughs> shit. I knew he was a Scotsman. How could you tell? <laughs> I, I heard that sweet German voice and I just knew he was an English chap. <laughs> you knew that this I, guy from Ireland was a Scotsman because... I honestly, yeah. You heard his German voice. I know a kraut when I, when I hear a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> You're all over the place, man. All over the map. And I love you for it. This, uh, Sebastian said he wrote it in 2015, but we never played it. Well, I thanks. cannot confirm or deny, but it did sound unique to me when I reheard it. Thanks for sticking with it. So thanks, Sebastian. Thanks to you guys for listening. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the entire internet that wow. we host. That's pretty, still pretty impressive. Actually, I host a few other little small alt-right... Um, right, not advice podcasts. Throwaway things, yeah. yeah. They're like, sort of like... Uh, More like dog whistle podcasts. Stream of consciousness, whistleblowers. Um, one of them is just uh, me pointing fingers at someone and being like, sh- yeah. a shame podcast. Oh. A shame cast. Um, That's rude. Yeah, and a lot of it is people who are otherwise leading normal, fine lives, and I'll, yeah. I'll try to find something, dig something up about them, and shame them. Like, enough about microaggression. This is macroaggression. This yeah, is on a global level. Yeah. So, on a what level? Global level. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you think globally, but locally. Mm-hmm. So, global wolf. Find those as well. Uh, they're all under different pseudonyms, so it'll be a, it'll be a tough find. A lot of them are like kind of weird, like Adolphus Hunt. So it's like <laughs> Adolphus Hunt. Yeah, it's like oh, that's God. That's a unique. hateful name. Yeah, <laughs> a hunter by trade and by name. Uh, but this one is the only one that we host together. What uh, a pleasure. The way it works is people will email us. They'll ask us for our advice. 
we do our darn best to answer them, but uh, sometimes, sometimes things don't go very well, and uh, <laughs> I'll end up shaming them publicly. Your other podcasts are bleeding into this one. It's not <laughs> yeah. all right. All right, this one we just. I'm gonna host out. this one as Adolphus. <laughs> all right, ready? And let me get into character. <clears throat> Welcome to the shame cast. Oh. Ooh, cast your shame, Blow. <laughs> blow is what I call the audience members. I hate Adolphus Hunt. <laughs> yes, yeah, vile so man. Adolphus is fifty-eight. Mm-hmm. He's from Green Bay, but of he's course, like yeah. he only watches like World War II documentaries, right? And he's sort of he's filled with hate. Yeah, it yeah. seems like, it and he's alone. So he's a loner. He, he got a mic. He got a microphone at a garage sale, and he's been tr- sort of figuring out how to use it. And, uh, <laughs> and a the lot thing of the that time, he wants more than anything to share with the world is... Uh, just like shaming people. Yeah. So Castigation. How, yeah, exactly. Of, of course. Now, welcome to the Hunt Zone. Here we describe things in personal detail. He's a little bit of a bro pirate, almost. <laughs> yes. Arg, matey? Oh! <laughs> oh Surf's the bike, man! <laughs> in this boogie board. <laughs> Surf's up, matey. Shiver me timbers, brah! <laughs> Let's get a breakfast burrito. Uh, speaking of breakfast burrito, one question comes from a lady who has a question related to breakfast burritos. Heyo. Um, so why don't we call this lady Nancy Cartwright? Because <laughs> that's her actual name. Oh, oh incredible. Uh, Nancy writes, here's the deal. This is, there's this amazing breakfast burrito and coffee stand that I occasionally stop in on my way to work in the mornings. The place also sells Gatorade, so it's basically a one-stop shop for hangovers With that in mind, you can imagine that I'm not usually looking my best when I stop by. So, there's always the same looking guy every time I stop. And this man is a damn dime. I'm I'm a pretty shy person. And I would never, ever assume that he's interested in me. And I never really take risks when it comes to making it known that I'm into someone. How do I figure out if he is interested in me? Should I slip him my number on a receipt? Side note, one morning when I stopped by to get a burrito... He slipped me a free cookie. Was this just a free cookie? Or was it a hint that he's into me? What do you think you guys would do? P.S. Thanks for years of entertainment. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Before we even get into the question, what are your thoughts on breakfast burritos, coffee, and Gatorade for a hangover cure? Would that jive with you? Yeah, that sounds incredible. I'd actually probably skip the coffee. When I'm hungover, I I don't like to drink coffee. It makes you a little more dehydrated. Right. It's not great for you in the morning. But doesn't food also make you dehydrated? I guess probably salty foods a little bit, but that is what my body... I think I'm more more of a a Gatorade and a breakfast burrito, and then I'll do an afternoon coffee, and then I'm at full... Full capacity. Well, it depends on the hangover, I guess. What, you've had, like, worse hangovers that don't e- can't even have a breakfast burrito? I've had hang, Of course, I've had hangovers so, so bad that uh, I can't eat or drink until around 4 or 5 p.m. And those are the good ones. So but what if you have... That means I had a crazy night. What if What if you have a slight hangover? What's your go-to? Uh, I guess a, a breakfast sandwich of, of sorts, of jorts. Of jorts. Uh, yeah, a little, little bacon, egg, and cheese, a little sausage, egg, and cheese, uh, a breakfast burrito, perhaps. Uh, and uh, fountain soda, water, water, s- smart water, all water. Yeah, no I, Gatorade. I don't do Gatorade anymore, but that's not because I don't love Gatorade. It's just because I usually make a breakfast sandwich at home. Oh, <laughs> I actually make my own Gatorade. 
That's gross. Yeah. Well, if you are, and if we're on the road, we're not, we're like, we'd go to like a, a diner or something and get a sloppy breakfast sandwich, but you can't order a Gatorade at a diner. No, you? you can't. You really can't get like Gatorade unless you're at a grocery uh, store yeah, or a deli or something. What would you say is the worst thing to eat when you're hungover? You wake up, you're hungover, and um, then this is a bad hangover routine. Uh, scallops. So you get what? Raw scallops or cooked scallops? I guess I wouldn't want like, Oysters or clams in, right. in the AM. Shellfish. Yeah. So you wake up, you have two cups of hot black coffee, and then you try to just shuck as many oysters oh, as possible. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be good. And then shot of mustard, hair of the dog. <laughs> hair of the dog, like you got drunk on mustard? No, I fucked a dog. Oh. <laughs> I was so wasted. Jesus. So now I'm just drinking mustard. Well, you did that as a pregame. You were yeah. pretty sober. <laughs> I had a corona, I blew a dog, and now I want mustard. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dolphus hunt. <laughs> Welcome to the dolphus zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> what's your hangover uh, food? I like uh, ramen. I like hot, salty broth. Yeah, you do. It's Soup. Funny. Yeah, I feel like I need solid food to soak up the alcohol, but you're just like I'm gonna I'm gonna get hot salty liquid yeah. to mix with it. Yeah, I I need a I don't need a cold sweet Gatorade. I need a hot salty Gatorade, <laughs> oh. which I know sounds like I'm at some sort of perverted club and I'm ordering a shot of male cum, but I really would like some <laughs> boiling hot salt water. <laughs> I would like some boiling hot spum though. <laughs> I just happen to like really, really hot chicken salt. <laughs> and that is not not a metaphor. I really do want broth. And this is you at, a, this is you at an orgy ordering the broth. <laughs> Brother, can you spare a broth? Um, yeah, if I, it depends on the hangover, like you said. Sometimes you're so hungover you don't even want to eat. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I want like... You know, potatoes. Usually French the, fries. Yeah, potatoes and French fries. At the end of the night, I'm trying to eat usually. So I like to wake up have a, a little hungover, but also kind of full of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up having had. So you don't have to worry about my breakfast. I had stuff at 3.45. Now, if this girl's question, if it were written by a guy and he was like, and the girl at the breakfast burrito cart gave me a free cookie, like, should I slip her my number? I would be like, no. Right. She, like, she's just friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, or it's like, you don't want to hit on a girl because she probably gets that all the time. She's just working. You don't have to constantly ask for her number. Right. But the other way around, the games, the rules have changed. It's totally different. I've never, I can't commiserate. I've never been instantly noticeably hot. I'm like a grower. Like, I'm like... Oh, you know, I got to know Amir, and then eventually I, I it turns out he's like not him. as ugly on the inside. Yeah, his his personality is fine enough. <laughs> I've never been like, "Whoa, who's that?" Crash cut to me playing on like my Game Boy. Somebody grabs you on the face, like, "I need to kiss you." <laughs> <Who>, me? <laughs> I have a boil. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about it on my podcast. Shame. <laughs> Hunt zone. <laughs> He also plays his own guitar on the show. Yeah, poorly. <laughs> he has a whammy bar <laughs> and a fender. Yeah, what's that called when you're like the a wawa? Oh, the wawa pedal. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, so I think I've been in this situation uh, a, a couple times where I used to be a uh, 
a, a scooper at an ice cream place. So what did girls do? Uh, it didn't happen often, but there were a couple times where I like got a number on a receipt or something. Did you flirt with them originally, or did they just do it apropos of nothing? Um, I probably both happened, but I was like a little bit of a flirt because I was trying to get tips, you know. Oh, so you would give it? Would you give cookies or the equivalent of to lady customers that you weren't necessarily attracted to? Yeah, I would give like free stuff to lots of people in order to get tips because oh. I could I I get to keep the tips, but I don't get to keep the ice cream. So if they order a topping and it's extra, I'm like. <laughs> It's on me. And then they give you a buck or something. You're like, yeah. Actually, I'm all... running this place into the ground, <laughs> the baby. ice cream is on me. Why don't you take a full box of chocolates <laughs> off the wall? On me. Just kick me five bones. <laughs> we didn't make any dollars today, but I made uh, 430 on me. I'm making out like a bandit, baby. Uh, ice cream place closed on me. It it did close right after I left. And it caused the owner ennui, <laughs> which is a deep sense of shame. Ennui. Yeah, yeah. ennui. He committed harikari. Yeah, <laughs> after eating a banh mi. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Now, uh, would you say it's possible that this guy is just giving her a free cookie without being attracted to her? I think it's possible, but what I would say is that there's no world where he like gets a number on a piece of paper and is like, what the fuck was that girl thinking? Right. Ne like, never. And he, and you are too shamed to go back there. Shame. Shame zone. <laughs> Welcome to the shame zone. <laughs> hey, Nancy, you are shamed. <laughs> ba -ba -ba -bum. <laughs> I'm 50. <laughs> I'm 58. Uh, so I think I think you I think you give him your number, guilt free, stress free. If he texts you, great. And if he doesn't, he'll al there'll always be like a little bit of uh, fun tension there. Yeah. And then there's also the rush of I gave him my number. Now for the next twelve hours, I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. When it vibrates, oh my god! What if it's an unknown number? What if it's him? I think she says she the never. Thrill. She never takes takes these risks. This is like the time to take the risk. The stakes are very, very low. If he doesn't text you, it's just the guy that works at the burrito place that you go to when you're hungover. Yeah. Don't worry. If he doesn't text you next time you go get a burrito, you should be like, so you still work at a fucking burrito stand. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't text me and that's whatever. You have yeah. the one upper hand on me. Do you guys but... have Cholula and why didn't you text me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's get the bluest Gatorade you have. Uh, so go for it, Nancy. Go for it. Connect for. Here's one called Snooping Boss. Hmm. <gasps> hmm. We'll call this man uh, Hank Azaria. Very good. Do you think Azaria is making cash from The Simpsons? I wonder, like, yeah. Like, is he like making a volunteer pro bono sit? I bet he gets paid, but, like, I don't know. Like, do you think he can afford... Does he, like, own his car outright, or does he lease it? I think even if you have, like, let's say he has, like, a hundred grand in the bank. Just, wow. like, as just a like crazy in example. A fuck, in his savings like, or checking? Yeah, yeah, in his savings. In his savings. <laughs> like, you're not touching that. Yeah, like, at the same time, even if you had a hundred grand, which is, like, I can't imagine he ever gets to that point, but right, let's right. just say, because it's, like, let's call the far out example and then yeah. figure it out from there. <laughs> sure, yeah. Reverse engineer it. for the moon. Yeah, so let's say he has, at most, okay, let's just say at most, most. 100,000 individual Insane. dollars. Yeah. He would lease. 
He would lease. He would lease. Lease to own or <laughs> lease and trade in. He would lease, and then depending on the mileage on the car at the end of the term, decide whether or not to buy. But like, uh, uh-huh. odds are it wouldn't be worth it to him. Is it something like? Is it like an Audi or is it a Passat? It's a Passat. I was gonna say it's a VW a Passat SE. So it's like a limited Passat. Wow. Black with black interior cloth, just because leather gets hot. Mm-hmm. So black he's driving black, the Passat black into the studio, and he's doing the Simpsons. He's doing Mo and whatever Quimby. This is so friggin' nuts. Because I bet he, and you think he has like a two bedroom apartment. Oh, street, I think he could, he could do street. a three plus two at that. A point. three plus. Does he have a roommate? Or is like one yeah, of the bedrooms, is, and the other bedroom is an office. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna look up quick Hank Azaria's net, net worth and see if you... <laughs> if it's even close to a hundred grand. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> odds are, it's we're gonna be like, ooh, it's oh, actually twenty two. I bet he actually. I bet he drives a freaking Prius. <laughs> Wow. What is it? Wow. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Seventy freaking mil, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Seventy freaking mil. <laughs> From what? <laughs> I guess he's a film and television actor, writer, he's comedian. He's in the birdcage. So that a couldn't producer. have paid more than he's a producer. That's one of it. Like music wise? Did he have an album? He makes $300,000 per episode okay. of The Simpsons. All right. So that and was, that's like I not... It's I, like, I underestimated that. Yeah. How many, yeah, done, how many yeah. episodes of The Simpsons are there Over 500. Season? But like every season. Yeah, like, yeah 23. Like, so that's like 23 <laughs> times 300,000. Yeah. That's like 500, 600,000 yeah. yeah. a no, year. No, it's 6 million a year that's for crazy. 28 years. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> I fucking turned that job down because I didn't think it was high paying. Yeah. I well, was like, I could do, I don't know, I could do my way, homo. And I was like, all right, yeah. Whoa, be, that's yeah. Adolphus Hunt. <laughs> Adolphus is Mo. Mo is Adolphus. All right. Anyway, Azaria writes, I work at a local church, and recently my supervisor, the pastor, called me into his office to have a quick chat. It was nothing too bad, except for this one thing he brought up, my social media. He commented on how he didn't like what I was doing on social media, and when I asked him what he meant, he grabbed a piece of paper with screenshots of things that I've liked on Instagram. To be honest, it's nothing too bad, just pictures of people doing yoga, and some, peop- uh, some photos of models, and a lot of people I follow. My pastor claims that these, quote, popped up on things that I have liked on his feed, but there are two problems with this. One... Things that you like on Instagram don't just randomly pop up on other people's feeds. And two, he doesn't even follow me. How would it pop up on his feed if he doesn't follow me? He has to, he has to have searched for me, gone to what I like, and searched through my likes for a couple of inappropriate things that I've liked. What should I do? Is what I like a concern if it takes such effort to see what I liked? Should I say something to him about, quote, snooping on social media? Is this a concern for me because it also has me paranoid about future employers? Help! Like seeing you guys in D.C. All right. Thanks for coming. Uh, Can you see what other people like on Instagram? Like, I can't go to you and see all the photos you've liked, right? I don't know. I think that's a uh, feature on Twitter, but I don't think I could do that on Instagram. Let's find out. On Instagram, there's that page that shows you like what your friends have recently liked, and then maybe he saw it there. But those are based on your followers. You know what I mean? That page, it's like, oh, Jake liked this photo, this person liked yeah. this photo. I don't quite see how you do that. But there's no, there's no, um, yeah, there's no, there's no page that says, okay, this is Amir's Instagram, and this is every photo he's liked. Yeah, that would be so embarrassing that would be dangerous you know when they added that thing recently where it's like 
if I follow a lady and you follow a lady and you like her photo, it'll yeah. be like, this lady has 14,000 likes, including Jake Hurwitz. I know. And I actually, I sometimes, I, I'm, some, I'm embarrassed. Like when I like something, I'm, I know someone's going to see it. And like sometimes I restrain myself. I'm like, yeah. no. And then sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I got to <laughs> like this. But why do you like, why do you like photos of like models that like have millions of followers? I, yeah. I've recently They'll never of, see it. Yeah. I've stopped doing that a little bit. <laughs> it's so weird. I guess like I still want to give them props. The, the things I like on Instagram are like things that like support my friends, like who are doing something cool. Yeah, and then girls with nice butts. <laughs> I can't not double tap. Like, I have to give the them ones, daps. The girls with the nice butts. Are, those are the ones that I really want to <laughs> like too. My friends are like, oh whatever. I should throw them a like. Hey, yeah, all right, you're killing it. Whatever. <laughs> and then 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 the girls like, oh. Uh, but I need uh, to hard it or else. You know what it is? You're not even liking on purpose. You just start trembling and you double tap. <laughs> oh, 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 And then this cabinet. And then this cabin is nice. I like that my friend's traveling in Iceland. And, oh, oh, I've liked it eight times. <laughs> like, unlike, like, unlike, as I fap. <laughs> the uh, fapping. I feel like. I mean, this is crazy. You don't have. You are allowed to like whatever you want. The are you like becoming a priest? Is it even illegal for a priest to like things on social media? Like, what's what's the downside of liking something? I or guess is he just you're afraid? wading into the world of temptation. I don't know. I I would just be like, uh, all right, bro, <laughs> and then the end. You I know? know it's like a thing that priests can't have sex, right? But can pastors have sex? Like, what are the sex rules? Like, any any person in the church can't have sex? Yeah, this is you, like, talking to a nun. That you're... <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm down to, to have a put in my job. resume, I want to do reverend, because then can I, I could fuck. Can I still get blown, or, like, is it a fucking thing? Remember the question I had yesterday of um, the whole priest... Um, What's it called? The, why uh, Why is it that priests seem to disproportionately molest young boys? Yeah, well, I don't think... You never hear about a young girl getting molested. Like, why are they always gay molesters? I don't know. Do, is it... Is... Uh, like, are there choir boys and gr- girls? Or is it mostly oh. little boys that are around? Yeah, are there any young women in the church? Are the, Yeah, are the priests opportunistic because the boys are what's near? Or... Do they get into the racket because <laughs> because there's lots of young boys? What's the equivalent of a young nun? My Ooh. my new show on CBS young coming nun? this fall, young nun. <laughs> like I know about nuns, but they're all ninety two. What's like an eight year old nun? Um, What's an altar girl? A little sister. A what? <laughs> a little sister. <laughs> oh, coming this fall, <laughs> little sister. <laughs> kid sister, kid sister, kid sister. Wherever I go. She goes, and it's a little three-year-old in a nun costume. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, wait, what was? And the she question? still laments that she'll never have a man. That's right. Uh, okay, so uh, um, um, what should I do? Uh, I don't know. What would you do? Would you be like, all right, sorry, relax, don't look at my shit? Um, yeah. If somebody confronted me about my likes, I guess I. It's sort of hard not to get defensive, and then it's also hard to keep on doing you. Like, he's not, I just know that he's not going to go through his phone, see somebody in down dog, and like want to like it, but just know my 
priest will see this now, or my pastor will see this. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? I don't understand the relationship. I guess just start liking lots and lots of photos. Oh, it feels that's like if good. you if you like Throw just off the scent. Yeah, if you like only the yoga photos and only the models. But he did say that he's liking friends. But just you know, keep on going. Machine gun fire. Yeah, and then be like, I like everything, Pastor, yeah. <laughs> and I do mean everything. And then find <laughs> out what the fuck his Instagram handle is and see what that motherfucker likes. You. Know? I don't think if you don't have an Instagram, I don't think you can see what somebody likes. He must have a secret one or something. Wow. Find out the rat account. Yeah. Not Father John. <laughs> oh, that can't be me. <laughs> it says not at the top. It's actually correct. It wasn't him. Uh, it was Father Ryan. Is this a concern? No, I don't think this is a concern yeah. uh, for future employers. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll answer some more Qs, some more As. And you are listening to The Hunt Zone. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. (laughs) um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. No, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How are you feeling? Feeling good. What's your plan? What's your social media plan going forward today? What do you mean? Are like you plan on gonna... posting something to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Are you going to snap? Are you going to chat? Um, How I is guess... your Snapchat open rate nowadays? Oh, man. I, I don't know. I don't really... I haven't looked at it really. I'm looking at... I'm more into... Oh, wow. I'm at 49,000 followers on Instagram. Wow, oh, you are I, dangerously close to that 50K mark. Yeah, can I would love... I just want to see a fucking M next to my name. Oh, my God. So if can e- you fucking imagine? If everybody listening could just give me give me a follow right quick. No, at Jake it, would, Hurwitz. it would not be... It wouldn't get you. But I'm already at 49K. I know, but it wouldn't give you 951,000. Well, I'm saying <laughs> if everybody listening gives me a follow, and if we have over yeah, a million listeners... We don't. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> what? You thought we had had a million listeners? That sucks to hear. It's a no. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> but 49,000 is a lot. Like It's pretty time. good, but it's not like free vacation a lot, you know? Oh, you want people to like sponsor you to go? <laughs> You're squinting and nodding at me. <laughs> I'm also crying. <laughs> You're proud right now for no reason. I don't like that about you. Uh, how's the how's our race to 170 going? Yeah, Where you at? What's that's your a good question. Uh, Jake and I are about f- how far are you from 170? Uh, Five or six. As pounds. of last weigh in, I'm uh, I'm down to 174 from 177. That's pretty good. And I'm like around 165. So we're trying to meet in the middle. 170. You're trying to shed a little. I'm trying to gain a little. Yeah. But I feel like we'll both look better for it if we're both at 170. Yeah, 170 is a solid weight. Where do you want to gain? Where do you want to see the most of your gains? Good question. Uh, it is my ass. <laughs> eyebrow and ass. <laughs> my, my right eyebrow, I'd like to have a little lump of fat over it. So like I'm always doing the rock thing. And then my asshole. So a chubby little sphincter. <laughs> a little sick. donut. I want a little fucking hostess donut. That sucks. <laughs> I want a little crusty ass bread. Why crumb. does it have to be crusty? You Cru- wanted it to be fat. What's, no the, one's... what's the donut that's just crummy? Oh, I like don't know. Cake crumb? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about, but it's, I don't know. <laughs> I want that. I really just want as it. an ass. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I, somebody asked me once. He's like, "All right, so you want to gain like." Mm, muscle what's your ideal body because i also don't want to be too muscular right like what's the ideal what do you think my ideal body is i guess like your chest and shoulders you'd want bigger and your waist smaller but do you know get that vicious v i guess do you know of any actors or friends of ours that you would say like that's the body i want oh definitely not friends of ours uh actors 
oh, the per- the perfect body is Brad Pitt and Snatch. Yeah, but that's so big. Like, he's not that big. That's pretty lean. Oh, but he's like just chiseled and cut. Let me let me show you a quick pic. Because <laughs> I fear I'm more of an Ed Norton, and I don't even mean Junior. That's I mean Edward Norton's father, Ed Norton <laughs> Senior. Who was an and I don't mean when he was young. I mean now. <laughs> I have, a and gr- he is dead. I have a granddad bod. Yeah, I don't think. I think it would take years of effort and practice. Uh, and working out to get there. I, look at this. I don't think that's crazy. Uh, hold on. Pass me the phone. All right. Oh, yeah. It's not nuts. He's, I thought he was. He's like lean muscle. Is this in Snatch? That's Snatch. Maybe you're thinking of like Brad Pitt in uh, what? What's that one where he plays Achilles? Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what if, if Brad was, was one, one of us? <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> wow, this is a cool uh, animated or uh, cartoon of Brad Pitt and Snatch. So maybe Brad Pitt and Snatch is the the dream bod. That is the dream bod. Hey, we're all working towards it. I'll tell you. Um, I mean, these like the shoulders. I don't know how you get, how you get those nice rounded fucking shoulders. You know, yeah, shoulders are the ones that hurt the most because it's like it's a joint. So like whenever you're lift, whenever I'm like stretching my shoulders and lifting with my shoulders, I just feel like I think it's just where pain. you're where you're weaker. It hurts the most because like my shoulders don't hurt, but my legs do, and oh, your yeah. legs don't hurt. Right. Like chest and shoulders are easier for me. Yeah, and for me, those are the hard ones. And I like don't look forward to doing squats. Actually, your brother kind of has that going on right now. Yeah. He's got the Brad Pitt and Snatch bod, and the Brad Pitt and Snatch hair. <laughs> Wait. Is he? No, his name is Micah. Right, that's different. But I was going to say, if it was Are Brad. Are you brother of Brad? <laughs> I could be. I mean, damn. Look at this dude. Yeah, it's a, a good looking fox. Dude. Uh, anyway, yeah. All right. Come find me this summer. <laughs> Meet me outside. How about the? Uh, I also want to buzz my head. Yeah. I want the courage to just shave my head. You want to go straight shave? I thought you wanted to do a little bit on top. A little bit on top and shorter on the sides. All right. What I are you waiting know. for? Uh, uh, An opportunity? Opportunity, the courage. I'm also fearful that if I do it, it'll be bad, and I'll look like a little wiener head for a little bit. It'll. It, I mean, it would look like that for like two weeks. And then what? Then you little would, prick. <laughs> then it would grow back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were but saying that it would you'd still be a small look... <laughs> coward on the inside. Don't you worry about that. It's what's on the inside that counts. Uh, all right. Do you want to answer some more cues? Yeah. Uh, do we answer fuck buddy or bird quandary next? Ooh, let's go fuck buddy and on bird quandary. I like it. All right. Um, uh, 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 Harry Shearer writes, you think when Azaria gets paid, he like it's direct deposit or he'll get a check and bring it to the bank. And he has to like wait in line at the bank. It feels like now that I know how rich he is, it has to be direct deposit. Do you think and he knows? Do you think he checks? Do you think he ever like logs into his Citibank and he's like, I wonder how much cash I have? No, because you probably at that point, you have to have like money managers and stuff. Right. And I bet he has a freaking four bedroom now that I think about it. 70 oh, mil. 70 mils. And yeah. still a roommate because you can't. <laughs> the rent's too damn high. <laughs> Even the mortgage on that, you hate to pay like 29 Oh, grand you think a he month. has a freestanding house? Yeah. Absolutely. I thought maybe like more uh, than one. <laughs> wow. Upwards of two. 
Right. I bet he, I mean, he must have a compound. I wonder if he ever even leaves. Doesn't he just record Simpsons just in his... Yeah, basement? I heard that. That's what Harry Shearer did. He just built a, st- a studio in his house because he no longer wanted to drive in. That's that fuck you money. Yeah. That's that Kent Brockman money. All right. Harry Shearer writes, what up, Penny Coops and no. Andy Bloom? I like that nickname. I, I've been a fan for years, and I'm happy for your success. Here's my problem. I know Jake, or even Amir, wouldn't call it that, but it's a problem for me. I get stuck in the fuck buddy zone, and I can't get out. I meet woman, and we hang out and start fucking, and it never progresses. I've been single 11 years. I'm, going, I'm 30 going on 31, and it's getting boring. I know most people have problems fucking in general, and I have problems turning that into a relationship. What can I do to change that and turn it into a relationship? Or am I pretty much fucked like a good like good luck Chuck? FYI, it's not a one-time fucking thing. It's we never go out. I go to her place or she comes to mine and we just fuck. Seriously, I want something more. What can I do? Signed, Harry Shear. P.S. I'm black from the hood. WTF is hooking up. Is it fingering? Is it fucking? Is it making out? I hear you guys talk about it, but I don't know to which degree. Jesus Christ. This guy's the man. <laughs> <laughs> He's so chill. I think hooking up has like changed. Like when, when I was a kid, or not when I was a kid, but I feel like when I was in high school, hooking up could have just been making out. Yeah. And then at some point in adulthood, it's like, did you hook up? Nah, we just made out. Like that's, that used to right. be hooking up. Yeah, that's kind of true. But I still feel like if you if I said you hook up with that girl and you said yes, I would still follow up and say, did you fuck? So it's not fully, it's, it's not guaranteed fucking. Right. But also, like, if if you said, did you hook up and I'd only, like, made out with somebody in a bar, I guess I'd probably say, I, maybe I would just be like, a little, we only, but we only made out. What do you I think? I still think hooking up is making out. What do you think is the bigger increase of happiness, from nothing to make out or from make out to sex? Ooh, nothing to make out. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. That's like, it's it's almost like that you've convinced someone to be attracted enough to you that they are enjoying making out with yeah. you. And then once they make out, to have sex with them is like uh, less of an increase than from nothing to make out. Right. If I mean, all I really need in my life is to be able to lean in and know somebody was about to kiss me back, and then I could probably be good. Oh, so you don't even need to make it. I don't even need to actually. I just need, like, the uh, tiny little ego inside my body needs oh, to know that it's a possibility. So the endorphins, the the seed that you're watering is the idea that someone is attracted yeah. enough to you to just want to confidence. have sex. Me, then, me, me. <laughs> so you take that joy, you run home, you jerk J- off. Jerk off. And you're not doing Into anything. a cup, yeah. drink my own <laughs> semen, <laughs> look in the mirror, scream, hoorah! I'm growing, <laughs> Clarice. My semen is poison. I'm anemic. (laughs) Uh, All right. So besides drinking your own uh, semen, what would you say? This is the second uh, time in the podcast today that we mentioned uh, drinking a a cup or ordering a cup of semen. What's gotten into us? We are bad. Ooh. Ooh. Going from sex to a relationship. It's interesting that I feel like we we get questions all the time that are like, how do I get out of the friend zone? Which and I've said, into the fuck buddies. Yeah, which is I've said many times is not a real thing. Friend zone is not that's not like a punishment. It's just a it's a you're a friend. There's not really a, a zone, zone that you're restricted to. Uh, anyway, it's weird to be in the in the territory that everybody wants. 
Yeah, which having is sex with a crush without the relationship obligations, of, and, but want something more. Yeah, which is, I guess, is a natural desire is companionship rather than just sexual gratification. I guess I may I be so bold as to suggest: Have you actually articulated the way you feel to these people? Oh, be like, hey, why don't we instead of going to your place, why don't I take you out to dinner? Then we fuck. Yeah, I think a lot of people that are disappointed with their sex and relationship life haven't actually done enough to take charge they're just hoping it happens for right them. they're just like so passive like well this girl doesn't like me she never shows any signs well, do you show any signs or do you just kind of sit around and complain all the time like a loser yeah that's true it's a lot of maybe a lot of relationship uh problems questions uh come from the fact that like i feel all these things and my boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't know about it yeah how do they magically know about it? <laughs> Why doesn't everyone just know exactly what I'm thinking? I'd hate to bring it up to be so bold as to bring it up. I remember there was one time where I was like talking to a girl at a bar and then she started talking to another guy and I was just sitting there stewing. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Like she's just going to ignore me. Like the, I thought this is this sucks. And then I was like, "Oh, what if I go talk to her again? And I did, and then we went home. And oh, that's that, nice. Yeah, it was a real happy ending to the story for me. <laughs> I was that other guy, though. Yeah, of course. Insane. And the girl was your wife. <laughs> At the time. Take my wife. But there is, I think there's a lot of uh, self-pitying and like wondering why people aren't like making it easy for you. But everybody feels that way. Everybody is sort of like... Uh, wondering what other people are thinking. And they can't really make decisions until you say what, what it is you think and feel. Yeah, you have to give them the knowledge for that them to make an informed decision. Otherwise, you're just guessing and hopefully it aligns with somebody that, uh, with what you're thinking. Exactly. So this might, this advice might re- result in a couple heartbreaks when you tell somebody that you're in the fuck buddy zone with that you really like them and they're not interested in that way. But if you keep on doing it, keep at it, you'll eventually find somebody that is down. Uh, and good luck. Godspeed. Um, let us end with a bird quandary. Of course. As we end every podcast <laughs> with a bird question. Welcome to the bird zone. This is the aviary. I'll add some little bird uh, sound effects <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, Larry Bird. Let's call this person. Right. Nice. I attended high school in... Ca- sorry, I attend high school in Calgary with my best friend. Her and I have been the best of friends for two years now. <clears throat> Uh, and tell each other absolutely everything. This is great and all, and I care for her very much. However, she's begun to act strange for two days uh, two days ago now. She's purchased two birds, common bred generic birds, if it matters, and, <laughs> it has ad- and has adamantly refused to tell me their names. When I first found out about the birds, I asked the question any friend would ask, what are their names? <laughs> and was answered with a simple yet cold no. I didn't think much. I narrowed it down to a simple mood swing and moved on. (laughs) However, I tried again the next day. Between classes yesterday, I casually said word for word, Oh, hey, about those birds. You never mentioned their names. She responded with stop. Obviously, I have stopped asking. (laughs) I respect her boundaries. However, this has gotten to me significantly. Have I crossed a line? Have I offended her? I know I should just let it go, but God damn it, I've... I really want to know those birds' names by now. I can't ask her again, clearly. I also can't go to her house and see them, as her parents are very Christian and do not want me, a male, around their daughter. So I feel totally stuck. Should I give up on the birds? Have I missed something huge? Apologies for the frantic phone, email, and any grammatical issues, as I am quite nervous at the moment. 
Sorry for the essay length as well. Thanks. Love, Larry Bird. <laughs> P.S. I hate to say this, but she isn't on her period, as that ended last Jesus week. Jesus Christ. What? Did she really say that? Yeah, P.S. So I... you know the intimate, you know what her, when her period is. You know when she menstruates and she won't tell you the name of the birds. I know your cycle. The least thing you can tell me is the name of the birds. Fuck it, I'll guess until you tell me. <laughs> I need to know. What's a good name for a bird? Uh, Tweety. Yeah, that's a famous one. Um, and uh, Karen. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking with Tweety. Compared to Tweety, Karen is crap. She's got two. Karen and Tweety. Mm. Those are the names. The end. Case closed. Yeah, why is she being so secretive about it? <laughs> it's, no. I must know the names of the birds. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're, Get away from me. You're crazy. <laughs> You're obsessed, Blairy. Why does she have such a debilitating lisp? <laughs> you, need, you don't need to know about my birds. This is the type of shit that goes on in Calgary. Like, these are hashtag Calgary problems. We've all been there. We've all seen the Twitter account. Look, we're worried uh, about the obstruction of justice here in America. Yeah, you're we thinking, have... you're, we're worried about Russian invasion over here, and you're thinking about fucking bird names. <laughs> I wish I had your problems. <laughs> Uh, why do you care about the bird names? Don't, don't, don't ask. Stop asking and maybe, maybe it'll slip up. This kind of stuff does really eat away at you though. Like when you, when people are just, uh, she, she must like want him to freak out or maybe she's embarrassed or maybe she didn't name, name the birds yet. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, or maybe she, uh, like you said, she wants you to want to know. And the less you care about it, the more she'll be like, fine, I'll tell you one name. You're like, that I'm is, not even interested. That's so quintessential you. Yeah, I a do, little you, mind game. You can play those. You can really fake caring. Oh, yeah, I can fake caring and I can fake not caring. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can fake not caring so well. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> What's an example of me faking to not care? Uh, when the Lakers are losing and Marty's teasing you, <laughs> uh, and you start like rooting for the Blazers or something. Yeah, rooting for the other team just to rub in the fact that I don't care. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I I would say I fake Karen so much. You should call me Farron from now on. <laughs> oh hi, I'm Farron. <laughs> this is another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Farron. It's sort of a fashion blog slash liberal e-zine where you slash... play where you play a woman that everybody must know as a man because that's the voice that you use. <laughs> yes, this is Farron. Uh, I guess we're going to be talking about a new Target collection that's coming out. Uh, all right, a collaboration <laughs> with DVF. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys. Farron is back. Farron alert. This tube top has to go on me. On me. Uh, I think you ask a friend. Find her closest friend and you say, I will tell you when she gets her period if you tell me the name of the birds. Tit for tat. Quid pro quo. Yes or no. You'll want to know when she's menstruating as much as I do. Oh, or you free the birds. <gasps> Set the birds free. Steal them. And then she'll post a, a wanted ad or call or, or call them around, like go, wander around her yard yeah. calling to them. And yeah. then you'll know the names. <laughs> Farron! Adolphus, where are you? Feed the birds. <laughs> uh, all right. 
You'll find out the the cheese. Um, Okay. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. That's it. If you have your own questions, your own emails, your own theme song submissions, send them all to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by a guy named Sebastian. This closing one was written by a a straight-up band called the Cane Breakers from Louisiana. We played one of their old ones from 2013, and here's a brand new one. Uh, and they have an album right now uh, at Kane Breakers. Kane is C A N E Breakers.com. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for keeping those theme songs coming. 275 episodes. That's number 275. Oh, I should say we crossed the four year mark. Hell yeah. Our, Happy our pod- anniversary to our, us. Our podcast is now four years old. Who would have thunk it? Our new little project is longer, is lasting longer than an entire uh, presidential term. What a time to be alive. Especially because this one's going to be two years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week, y'all. Toda, good night, good fight, goodbye. Ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast.